Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello? Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. No, I just uh, had a a very rough draft, and uh, I thought I'd maybe run it by you. Or well, why don't you put it in a if you yeah put it here. in text? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. I don't, yeah, and then I'll tech it out and get back to you then on it because I don't want to. I just assume, I mean, if you want to talk about it, we can talk. But oh, okay. I don't, you want to respond to that until after I've uh, read it and had some time to think about it. Oh, okay, okay. Then I'll I'll just send it to you, and you can read it when yeah, you have but you time. Yeah, put it in the text. Yeah, just put it in, yeah. the, in the text, and then I'll read it. Uh, probably not tonight, but tomorrow or something. Okay. Well, let me preface uh, what you read then, if yeah, you don't mind. Sure. No. Yeah. But if you want to talk, we can talk. Okay. Well, there it is. So you can just read it when okay. you get a chance. Yeah. Good. You know, I. Uh, <sighs> I think I'm comfortable saying I'm not a great writer. And <laughs> Listen, I've been struggling with it for 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, it's tough. It's real hard to say something uh, that actually doesn't waste people's time, says it efficiently, effectively, and, uh, yeah, it's a, a great challenge. So, and I'm not, I'm, you don't need I'm not to, saying, yeah, yeah, you don't really need to say anything. I mean, you, there isn't anybody on the planet probably that is more aware of the difficulties of writing than me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but, well. but, but the main thing is to get something down to start with. That gives yeah. you something to work with, you know. Once you get something down, then you can begin to see what works and what doesn't, what's full of shit, what's not, what's redundant, you know, is what needs to be in there, what's not there, you know, all that stuff. But first, you got to start with something. Well, I guess all I want to say is if it's if it's bad to the point where you don't even want to deal with it, other than just saying you need to just work on this, then I. I'm very open for well, you to yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, I'll, I'll read it. Like I say, I'm not. I'm probably not going to read it tonight, but I'll read it, you know, tomorrow maybe. And, yeah. Uh, and then we'll see. You know. I, okay. I, I have no. Yeah, I expect it's probably awful. Yeah. I. I... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the way I feel about everything I write. So. <laughs> I imagine okay. I'll feel that way about everything you write too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, and I would encourage you to continue writing, continue struggling with it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Rewrite it. Reorganize it. Write them one sentence at a time and figure out which sentences actually go together and which ones maybe should go in different places, which ones are really just saying the same thing in different ways, what order they're being said in. There's all sorts of issues that are real tricky. 
Yeah. It can be really beneficial to to have that skill to, to really be able to, you know, deliver your message concisely. Oh, yeah. I'm always uh, amazed when I read, uh, well, well, like the editorials in the newspapers. You know, people got like 300 words to say something, you know, to formulate a, an actual opinion and, and say something about something. You know, that amazes me that people can do that. Yeah, there's some people that are just really talented. It's amazing. Well, whether they're talented or whether they just worked hard and long at it, and it's just a skill you can learn. Yeah. Well, I would presume there's got to be some t- talent there. I mean, well, there's that too. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. But they, that I, I'm sure that without without the work. I know, right, I know yeah. people who have got beautiful uh, voices who could be wonderful singers, but they're not because they never did the work. They never got the control over their natural. The one, I mean, I really I know some girls. I mean, I have known. I don't know where they are now, but I mean, I've known some women. <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> who, who just had the most incredible voices, and if they'd only taken the time uh, to study, to learn, you know. They they were terrible, really. I mean, the way they were, and they, of course, they never did anything. But they could have been world class singers. <laughs> well, just think if survival wasn't an issue, how much time people would have to explore their oh, oh, yeah, talent. Think about, yeah, I know it's just pathetic. we'd have a planet people, just yeah, full of talent. Yeah, I, mean, I know it. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, imagine if you didn't have anything better to do than to explore the universe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Instead of uh, spending your your whole life, you know, going to work at some stupid bullshit job that nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's still this. Yeah. Not too many people see that though. I mean, as easy as it is for you to you know, see. It's obvious. Yeah. Once yeah. you see it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But apparently impossible to see for the vast majority of the language monkeys still. Yeah. Well, I actually I think that maybe well, I don't know. It's it's just if you really admit that and, and then you have to also admit that you're wasting your fucking life. And and I think probably that's not really high on most people's agenda as a thing to face. <laughs> <You know? laughs> They'd rather just turn on the TV and and ignore the whole thing, you know. <laughs> right. Okay, so one thing I did want to discuss about this to preface what you read is uh, I, I was struggling with where I draw the line between speaking on behalf of myself and speaking on behalf of all humans and speaking on behalf of just, you know, the one or two percent. Uh, because this can benefit everybody. I mean, Ultimately, I sort of see where this will head, but I don't know if I need to really make that clear in my letter to Bill Gates or whoever. Yeah. Right? You see what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I think uh, you can only speak for yourself, period. That's it. But you can certainly speak uh, about the way you see it. That's part of why you are doing it. Yes, this is my take on things, but uh, here's how, and so here's my take on things. Here's how I say things are going. 
Well, I'm, I'm, I'm worried though that that'll turn that that'll turn somebody off. Well, I mean, yeah, if I ah, sound too yes, radical. Yeah, yeah, right. Yes, that's the you got. And at some point, yes, that's the chance you take. You you err on the side of saying it straight and bold, or you pull your punches because you don't want to offend somebody, and um, you know, and that's the line you got to walk. I tend to go on the side of blasting them. Uh, and I figure, you know, if it blasts them out of the game, then I don't want to play with them anyway. Fuck them. If they can get past this, then it might be somebody we can deal with. <laughs> but you, you can well, see that how sounds well, so rosy, yeah, doesn't well, it? Well, you can see how well it's worked out for me so far. <laughs> <laughs> But I still think it's the right policy for me. I mean, I don't want to waste my time uh, sucking people into a project who need to be motivated all the time and propped up and have everything explained to them. And, you know, I mean, I haven't got time for that. I'm not interested in doing that. And so that means, for the most part, uh, you know, people aren't interested, which is fine. At least I have had my time to myself to do what I want to do and didn't waste it. Uh, on a bunch of bullshit with people who aren't going to actually get anything done. Ooh, I think a little bit of a bullshit that's a mouthful. <laughs> is, uh, is useful, you know. Be, but you can't, you don't want to sound arrogant, <laughs> you know. You want to sound humble. That's important. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be a tough one. Oh, it to get is, of done. course. Yeah. Listen, I've been trying to write this letter for years. That's why I was so happy when you said you'd write it. <laughs> yeah, well, I spent, you know, I didn't spend more than a couple hours. I probably could have. Yeah, you but... probably need to spend 30 or 40 hours on this. Yeah, at or least maybe, I started. Or maybe 100 hours. Yeah, but that, yeah, that's the point is you got started, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and you can see whether or not everything you want to say. You know, the way I usually start is just writing sentences. I don't really even worry about the order. Yeah. I just start getting the ideas that I think need to be in there somewhere and try to say them as clearly as I can and not worry where they go. I just get them down. And then I can go back and look at it and say, okay, well, this thing it probably goes over here with this thing. These two go together. You know, and are they in the <laughs> beginning or the end? I don't know, but they go together, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and um, you know that that helps a lot for me anyway to just get it down first. Just get every yeah. every sentence that some needs to be in there somewhere, or every idea. I mean, they may not even be sentences; they just may be phrases that you want to have in there. Yeah. Even if you don't even know what the sentence is that they go in. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you just basically need to just just dump everything. anything that yeah. comes to your mind yeah, yeah, that you needs to be part of the letter. Yeah, you just yeah. dump the, everything there, and then worry about organizing it later. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. And how well, wide I gotta... a net you're casting too? I mean, obviously this could be an 800-page book. Or it could be a two-page essay. You know, I mean, how wide, how much detail do you want to go into? Probably not a lot. <laughs> you know? Could be a could be a three-sentence paragraph if you're really good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anybody that good, but but it might be 
It might be uh, three or four hundred words. I, th- I think maybe it could be gotten down to three or four hundred words. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. This is a comprehensive issue. I mean, it's. But but like I say, it could easily be a hundred thousand words. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. And nobody, most people don't have the time to read well, them. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah, is the the very first sentence is absolutely crucial. The title of the, uh, you know, I mean, again, if it's an email to begin with or whatever it is, uh, the very first word is the most important word, you know. I've been using, <laughs> when I write to people, and I have to admit it hasn't worked all that well, but it does once in a while, is I, I always make the subject of the email, please allow me to introduce myself. <laughs> 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 I, mean, I imagine you're familiar with the Rolling Stones' sympathy for the devil. <laughs> well, right. I'm not. <laughs> you, oh, you've never heard the song? Okay, well, that's the the line, the main line of the song of Mick, Mick Jagger singing, please allow me to introduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you need to hear that. If you've never, you must have heard "Sympathy for the Devil." Uh, well, then maybe I have. Christ. Well, you do if you've got my my. Uh, you still well, have I haven't heard everything on there. No, that's but for you sure. You still have access to it. Well, I'm sure I could, I'm sure I have access to the song. Yeah, I'm, well, yeah, it's yeah, not well, an issue. Would, yeah, definitely. If you if you're not familiar with that song, you should definitely listen to it. It's an awesome song. Sympathy for the Devil, the Rolling Stones. <laughs> okay, give me ten seconds and I'll have it going here. Really? <laughs> I'm just going to get it off Usenet. Oh, Sympathy okay. for the Devil? Yeah. God, I love Usenet. I've been using it. I mean, I've pretty much gone exclusively now oh, to yeah, use. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I got... I mean, you probably didn't realize it, but you gave me a kick in the ass. <laughs> Well, I tell people about it, but most people don't follow up on it. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's not just me now. I've got all my uh, friends, my close friends, using it too. So, yeah, I couldn't. Uh, yeah, Usenet is an absolutely essential part of my life. You know. As is Skype. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Um. You've probably well, heard it. I mean, I'm sure you've heard it before. Well, I'll let you know if I have when I hear it. Okay. I'm pre- I have pretty good memory. Like, if I've heard a song before, yeah. I, I, I've, oh, yeah, I've heard this. I, I'm pretty good about that. Yeah. So. So the, um, so anyways, I just wanted to say I've been thinking a lot about the, I know it'll it'll seem like shit, but. I have been thinking about it a lot, and uh, as challenging as it was for me to write the letter, and I can't say I, you know, I spent the last, you know, forty-eight hours working on it, but um, I do really think that with, with the right words, this really, this could be a, a reality. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, uh, I think the whole thing is just obvious. It's just about somebody putting together uh, all the right words in the right order in a, and getting them to the right person. And somewhere out there in the world, there's someone who could make this happen. 
Yeah. Yeah, I feel pretty strongly about that. Yeah. I do, too. So, but that's, I just don't know. Yeah, just what to say is very... Well, don't worry about it now. Like I say, you've already written something, so start rewriting that. Start tearing it apart. Start adding stuff to it. Start throwing stuff out. Get rid of all the thes. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about the thes, but I... No, it's good I, to write them in, but, I mean, it's good to go back and then uh, see if you can't figure out a way. I mean, you might as well use this exercise as part of the reprogramming of your language machine. <laughs> Yeah. And get rid of the verbs to be while you're at it. <laughs> yeah. There's certain buzz. I've, I know we've talked about this. There's certain buzz that are necessary, yeah, though, once right? Once in a while, it's useful. You know, one in ten maybe is nece- even necessary. But it's certainly not more than one in ten. Most of them can be eliminated. Well, if I'm talking about, like, the. Uh, the typewriter. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, if there's only one typewriter on your desk, then that's the typewriter on your desk. There's no other way to say it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 some serious business. I mean, it. Yeah, it's damn yeah. serious business. It's called reprogramming <laughs> your language machine so that you're not under its spell. The railroad or uh, the car? You mean automobiles, freeways, telephones, televisions? What do you need the for? Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like in a in a in an orphanage of consciousness, that there would be none of that. Um, Misuse of language, and it would be. Well, there like, would be some, but but well, yeah. you know, But you'd be aware of it. You'd know what it. You're, again, it, there are times when Earthling isn't important, but in something like this, of course, it is important. No, when people are just talking and bullshitting, you know, it's quite okay to abuse language. It's only when it counts that you have to start getting picky. Yeah, I think especially for the very young children, there should be some sort of. Well, it's about making uh, the distinction. Consequence. Well, no, it's, it's just about making them aware of the two, you know, that there are two ways of using language. Sloppy for a lot of stuff, and when it counts, uh, being precise. Hmm. And being aware of the two kinds of circumstances. Now i got to do some serious thinking, okay? No bullshit. This is time to put words together carefully, as opposed to when you're out at a bar with your friends trying to pick up girls. Yeah. You know, I mean, two different contexts. And that's why, I guess, the importance is that children be brought up to understand that there are the, you know, and be competent in both of those. And to know how to decide what situation calls for which kind of language. Hmm. Yeah, we don't have to give up all of our stupidity. You know, it's yeah. perfect for a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I guess as long as you're aware of it, and then when it... The thing is... The thing is to know when you're fucked up. Yeah. The thing is like to if, know when you're unhappy, when you're angry, when you're fearful, when something's not right. 
that's the time you got to start getting picky about language. Well, I don't say I, I don't like it when somebody says like, "Just give me two seconds." Why? Because obviously, if I say if I count and I've done this before, oh, I, I count one, two. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's bullshit. People as a figure of speech, but no, those little figures well, of speech yeah, drive me nuts. Yeah, me too. But there's no point in, in saying anything about it unless you, you know. I mean, cause it's no, no, no. But I'm saying in my in my little in my little consciousness oh, yeah, zone, yeah, right. yeah, you can't say I'm things saying. like that. Yeah, that's going right. to be outlawed. Right. That's you're absolutely right. Well, it's. When it counts, it doesn't. I mean, most of the time, it doesn't make any difference. You're right, you know. But sometimes, like if you're about to hold up a bank or something, and the guy says, "Give me two seconds," and it actually means three minutes. Uh, <laughs> well, then you got a big problem, you know. <laughs> but so yeah, it, but I agree with you completely. I have, no, I have my whole thing is that language and behavior should be in alignment. You should do what the fuck you say you're going to do, generally speaking. And if you don't, I don't hang around with people like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just don't have anything to do with them. And, of course, most people don't. They say that all the time. Well, give me a second. Fuck you. You mean eight minutes? I'm got eight <laughs> minutes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Is that what you know what I mean? Fuck you. I don't know what I mean. I know what you say. You know? It's just bullshit. But, right. but again, you know, in most situations that most people are in, they tolerate that kind of ambiguity. And, of course, that's the problem is that when, when they then really do need to do some serious languaging, they're not capable of it because they've never been trained to, lose, to use language accurately. <laughs> yeah. And so they can't, you know. I mean, they literally cannot think precisely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all relatively simple stuff that any eight-year-old could figure out, you know, if he was just brought up properly. Yeah. We're, we're raised in that environment where people yeah, are where, saying yeah, those things, say, and yeah, just, well, we learn to do it ourselves. Yeah, well, the whole idea of showing up late. I mean, I used, I've known lots of people in my life. You know, you could count on them. Well, actually, that was what we did, is you could just count on them being there a half hour late. If you said 7, they'd be there at 7.30, so you'd always tell them to be there at 6.30. <laughs> uh, that, that shit. See, that shit just, I have, yeah, that I have shit no drives you crazy. Well, I don't take people like that seriously. I mean, they're, they're idiots, you know. I mean, if you got to play them like that, then uh, how, you can't really have any kind of actual conscious relationship with it. All you can do is manipulate them. Yeah, yeah. Arthur, I hate to single out an individual, but Arthur's like that. Anytime, like he says, I'll be there in ten minutes. Yeah. You know, I'll be there. I'll be there in five minutes. He's never there in four minutes or three minutes. He's usually there in like seven to ten to fifteen minutes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And he knows about it. He just admits it's an issue with him. But I mean, at least he admits it. But yeah. Well, then, so all you can do is just keep pointing out what an asshole he is. Yeah, yeah. So at least yeah. he'll maybe stop doing that with you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't well, actually, care. I mean, I, the thing is, I just don't take him seriously yeah, anymore. Right now, That's his problem. Yeah. Well, if he's okay with that, with the fact that you don't take him seriously when he says something, then you guys can live with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, I mean, it's just pathetic. Yeah. I mean, 
I mean, I catch myself doing it. That's when it's really scary. Well, when I, I do it once in a while, but I'm pretty good. Usually, I I do what I say I'm going to do. Oh, you've had a lot of practice. <laughs> yeah, I have. And, and because it pisses me off so much when other people do it, I'm hard on myself. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm just as pissed at myself when I fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know it. Yeah. It's, uh... Yeah, I have very little tolerance just, for that just, kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm. That was one of the good things about the EST training, is they made this huge thing about being there on time. If you were one second late, I mean, they closed the doors at 7 o'clock or whatever time. You had a lunch break, it was, fit, you know, a half an hour. Yeah, you, you were leaving at, it's one oh seven. be back here by one thirty seven. Yeah. You know, and if you were back at one thirty-seven and 8 seconds, you were locked out. Yeah, I love that. I love yeah, that. I loved it, too. It was great, you know. I People love that. moaned about all that shit, whined about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember in um, in Singapore, the subway system was computerized. And so the trains were never late. They were always... Yeah. And they always showed up at the station at the exact second yeah, yeah, yeah. that they were going to yeah. be there. And, and they left like, you know, exactly on the right second. Right. Too. And and they even went so far as that, you know how sometimes when people get on the train, sometimes it delays it? Because there's always, you know, the opportunity for humans to delay the train if they, you know, because the door is not going to close on somebody. Oh, no, but they do it early. They close the doors early, I would assume. Right, right. But what I'm saying is, like, sometimes it's a little so that what they do is actually the speed of the train to move to the next station adjusts yeah. itself. Yeah, sure. And That's it's, right. That's and, part of the scheduling. They, they give themselves the leeway to pick up an extra 30 seconds or something. Right. Yeah, good for them. That's smart planning. Yeah. And, and when you're at the station and there's another train coming, there's a little computer monitor with a countdown clock. It shows you how many seconds exactly it's going to take for that train to show up yeah. at the station. So you know it says the train's going to be here in three minutes and 48 seconds. Yeah, and you know It's going to be there in three minutes and 48 seconds. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's so simple, really. I mean, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, you know, oh, I love that. It requires people to pay attention, that's all. It's not that hard. Yeah, I, I remember uh, when I was in high school, I used to have to take the city bus and um, they had a time that they said the bus would be there, and it was never there at that time. Oh, like maybe not. one out of 20 times it was there at that yeah, time. Yeah. Usually you could count on it being about five to seven minutes late. Yeah. And so, you know, I finally, you know, I got pissed, and I usually just would show up because I like to give myself about three minutes of leeway. So. Yeah. But there was like a time or two where I missed the bus because I assumed it, it was going to be late. It was late. <laughs> yeah. 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 See, that's well, where. Yeah, well, that's, that's just the that's the whole point. Yeah. 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 That's what you got to do when the system is fucked up. Uh, well, of course, most people are not that conscious anyway. You know, I mean, that's part of the issue. Is you have to actually be thinking to take advantage of a system like that. You know, otherwise, uh, you know, people probably, you know, well, I can imagine Americans complaining that the, the, you know, the subway in Singapore is so inhuman. They wouldn't, <laughs> they wouldn't wait for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
No, actually, once you get used to it, that's obviously. I mean, that's obviously the best. Oh yeah, of course it is. It works. You know, you go there and it's there, and you get on, and it takes you where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. Simple. And if you miss that one, then you catch the next one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's great to be able to count on something, whether it be a person, whether it be a train. The ability to be you know, confident that some something is going to do what it says it's going to do. Yeah. Well, that is, strikes me as really yeah. basically about the only thing a human being has is his word. You know, I mean, that's why it's so important to me, I mean, to do what I... Well, it took me a long time to learn to quit saying yes to shit I had no intention of doing. I mean, I didn't learn that till I was in my 30s, I guess, you know. <laughs> and it took me a long... But once I learned that, I was great fun just saying no or saying... Well, I don't know. I'll think about it and get back to you if I'm going to commit to that or not. But for most <laughs> of my life, you know, people ask me to do something, and I'd say, "Yeah, I'll, I'll try to do that. Yeah, I'll, 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 maybe I'll do that, or yeah, I'll do that." And I had no fucking intention of doing any of it. You know, <laughs> it was just to get them off my back. I'd say yes. Yeah. And that's the way most people are. Most people say they'll do every, anything. And they have no real intention of doing it. They don't, you know, they don't write it down and, and, and you know, pl- plan on. They just say, "Yeah, sure." And then when or they I say, "We'll, them, we'll," or they say something like, "We'll see." Oh or, well, yeah, well yeah, but that means they won't do it. If someone says, "I'll try to do that," you can forget it. That means they're not even going to think about no, it. No, but to me that's just as bad because you're not giving me a straight answer. Oh no, that's or, not, yeah. Well, no, you're, they are giving you a straight answer, and the answer is no. No, but literally, I don't interpret that as a straight answer. Well, no, yeah. I don't know, but you can take it that way, though. If they say they'll try, right? To yeah, do I've, I've been, I've learned it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and just move on and cross that person off your list. Yeah. And then if you're surprised, you know, pleasantly that they actually do it, well, then you might reconsider. But you know. and even people who say they will do it, usually they don't. <laughs> you know. Well, I've. Uh, this is something I've been focusing on recently. But one of the best ways to deal with humans, because of all the assumptions that we we learn how to make, is just to um, is to underpromise, and then. Oh yeah. And then you you, you know people you. get all excited and they're like, oh wow, you know. Oh yeah, I learned that years ago. Like at work, if someone wants me to do something and wants to know how long, if I think it's going to take. Two hours, I'll tell them I think it's going to take four hours. Yeah. You know, and then if I give it to them in an hour, they're blown away. Or if I give it to them in two hours, they're blown away. Yeah. <laughs> but if something comes up and I you know I can't you know deliver it, then you know then I usually get it within the time I said I will. You know. Yeah. Now, I hate it Most- when people say, "Oh, sure, we can do that. We'll have it for you in an hour." You know, and then eight hours later, well, we we're almost done. Not quite. Just uh, another five minutes. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, it's just so easy. I mean, like, if somebody, t- you know, tells me, you know, asks me how long are you going to be there and I'm driving on the road, I, I generally will try to overestimate. Yeah. And um, what happens when you underestimate, which most people do, is not only do you... Um, piss the person off by making them wait longer, but you piss the person off because you didn't do what you were going to say you were going to do. Yeah, gonna. I know. Uh, absolutely. So it's a double whammy. Yeah, you're fucked. 
talk to Whereas them. if right off the bat you just tell them, you know, you're going to be there in longer, well, yeah. at that moment they're going to suffer, but then at least they're going to appreciate that, you know, okay, I, I, I know that, when he's going to be I there. I had yeah. that come up today uh, when we sent the paper. There was a, a fuck-up, and I had to go back to the office because one of the papers that got sent out was wrong. And uh, and I when I first talked to him, I said, hey, you know, well, I lied. <laughs> I told him I wasn't home and that I was an hour away. And that, you know, I can, yeah, I can come, but it's going to take me a long time to get there. And, and if there's another way we can fix this problem, that would probably be a better idea. Turned out I had to go in. And so I, I improvised a little bit. Anyway, I got there. I mean, I, I could have left earlier, but I did make him wait longer than than uh, I told them they were going to have to wait. I mean, not as long as that, but uh, and anyway, they were really happy to see me when I showed up after only 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they suffer. The thing is, they suffer a little pain initially, but... Well, no, but they were happy, yeah. and they had good right. feelings associated with me, which is w- most important, is that they were happy to see me, and I was there even before I said I was going to be there. Yeah, and, uh, and got the job done and the paper out in about you know ten minutes, and then I was gone again. You know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, I don't understand people who say, "Yeah, I'll get it to you in, in an hour." You know, and, and when they know they'll never yeah, be able yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. What are they they're just going to piss people off? How stupid can you get? <laughs> yeah, but it's so common. I don't I understand. It's like they're trying to appease you or something. Yeah, well, so stupid fucking language monkeys. They don't get it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. again, if you just think about it for a second, it's pretty fucking obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But yeah, I know it. Yeah. It's hard. Well, to at least imagine. I have some. <laughs> huh? It's just hard to imagine what the hell they're thinking. Well, they're not thinking. Again, they're just unconscious uh, r- running programs through their language machine. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. not paying any attention. Yeah, I know. I don't know what it is. People always like to just overstate things. and Yeah. It's always better to undersell something and then let the... Pre- you know, let the... Yeah. Let somebody get surprised, or yeah, it's much better to have pleasant surprises than unpleasant surprises. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> well, I got that from buying cars. I mean, when I buy a car, what I the first thing I look for is everything I don't like about it, and then I buy the car that has the fewest things I don't like about it. And then what I have is all these pleasant surprises. I figure, oh, look at this. This is cool. This works. You know, because I'm already thoroughly aware of everything I don't like about it. Yeah. I bought it anyway. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you buy the one you like the most, then you start discovering all these things. Well, this window doesn't roll up right in the back. You know, or, you know, or this doorknob is in an awkward position or something, you know. Yeah, I don't know what, you know, people are crazy. I mean, most people just do just the opposite. And they try to convince themselves of how great the car is. And (sighs) Well, Hmm. that's those humans. Yeah, it's like uh, the, uh, yeah, I'm always risk averse before I'm, 
trying to um, what am I trying to say like when I'm in a situation where there's any sort of risk I guess or oh, anything really whether it be like you know fucking a girl or you know spending money on something I always think about the negative consequences of doing something before I think of the benefits. Well, it's good to think about them both, obviously. Yeah, and I think yeah. probably but, but, but first I have to go through all the bad things before I can, yeah. Like, well, how could this, you know, what's the worst possible scenario here? It's <laughs> not stupid. That's, that's, I think, a relatively intelligent approach. Yeah. It's so funny, this whole, this whole, economics bullshit or whatever the hell you call it so many people were just living way beyond their means you know and nobody i mean it's just crazy the way some people live i mean i don't know how they out. do it i mean i mean i just don't even know how it's possible to to spend more money than you have coming in you know i i mean i've never been able to figure that out <laughs> you know if yeah. i could have figured it out i probably would have done it but you know I don't know. I'm just too stupid to figure it out. Maybe. But I mean, the things that people do, like they just buy these big, huge houses, and they go take out loans on fancy cars, and they. I, I mean, I guess that's okay, but jeez, you know, they're. Well, it's about a value system, you know. Yeah, I mean, I still see people who see me carrying around a three thousand dollar computer and think I'm some sort of rich guy. And they're, they've got a you know a two hundred dollar <laughs> Dell laptop, but they're driving around in a BMW, <laughs> you know, and thinking I'm an idiot for spending three thousand dollars on a computer. You know, it's just about values. That's all. <laughs> it's crazy. It's just crazy. I'm in the car. <laughs> Thing is, the car just. It just puts you from one place yeah, to another. Yeah, yeah, but it looks so cool. <laughs> it's a BMW, man. Come on. If that doesn't get me laid, I don't know what will. <laughs> oh, I know. I see, Gosh, I see so many people using computers that are just, they're, they're suck. I mean, they're shit. It's like, even um, my mom's computer is just terrible, and she's always complaining about it. And then I say, well, Ma, you know, just go buy yourself a, a nice computer. Mac. <laughs> I tell her flat out, I said, go spend a few thousand dollars on a Mac. She says, you know what, I just don't have the money right now. <laughs> and then she's off at, and then she's off at Whole Foods buying a $15 a pound filet mignon for yeah. dinner. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. Like I say, it's just a matter of values. <laughs> yeah, what's important? Yeah. That's where- that's how you can tell what's really important to people. What do they spend their money on? <laughs> Somebody said, I don't remember who it was, I heard this years ago, that the average American spends $200 a year, or whatever it is, on the outside of his head. But he spends less than $3 on the inside of his head, on books, to, to change his mind. But he spends you know, all his money on his hair and skin products and shit like that. Oh yeah! Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, I know. Like, um, I have a girlfriend 
uh, not a girlfriend, but a friend that's a girl, and she spends, she goes and gets her hair done, and she spends $200 every time. <laughs> and, and the thing is, she doesn't have that much money. I mean, she works. Yeah. Like, she works a regular $10 yeah, yeah. or an hour job or whatever. Yeah. And how often does she do this? So she works 20 hours. Yeah, how of, often does she do this? Ah, she, I think she does it, like, maybe once a month or once every two Why? months. I mean, she, she says it makes her feel good. I, I, I talk to her about it. I mean, you know, I'm not going to really grill her. I can't talk to her. doing it yeah. make her feel bad. Yeah. Yeah, that'd probably be a good thing to ask her. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sure she it just make her feel good for a while until she figures out what she could have spent the two hundred bucks on. Well, you know, I remember talking about it with her, and she said something like, "You know, I work hard, and it's my treat. It's my treat to myself." And I don't know. I mean, well, you know what? If buy it, a if... hooker, you know, go buy, go get a, go get a massage. <laughs> if... <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently, you know, like she's described it, you know, you go in there, the lady gives you a glass of wine, and it takes a couple hours. I don't know. I mean, her hair looks good, but it doesn't look like... Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, that's the choice. It's about values, you know? If that's, yeah. if that's more important to her than other things she could spend 200 bucks on, then it, I mean, obviously it is. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, yeah. This, um, yeah. I don't know what to say. Money is a crazy thing. I don't know what to make of it. It's, well, it's part of the old system. Uh, there isn't anything to make of it. It's, you know, it's what it is. It's been around for a while. And it's part of the old caterpillar system, and it's on its way out. <laughs> It is on it, but it, 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 technically, how? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I always wondered. Like, it seems sort of obvious that money will disappear, but the in between of how that's quite going to happen is just like, yeah. well, you know I, what I, I mean? I don't think that's going to be that difficult. I think you still need a way to account for exchange. And to me, the the unit of currency would be the person. Uh, second, or the person millisecond or something. That the only thing that's really of any value is my time. And I can commit my time, and that's worth, that's the only thing of any value. And so we can exchange our time. You know, well, that's all, but that's, my time. but that's really all money is anyways. No, it's not that at all. Some people's time is worth uh, $3 an hour or shit, 50 cents an hour, and other people's time is worth uh, $10,000 an hour. Oh, so you're talking about a, a unit of time that no matter who it is... Yeah, everybody's time is their time. That's it. There isn't anything else. It doesn't make any difference who the hell you are. So money basically is exactly what you're talking about, except you're giving different people's time worth more than others, but... Essentially, time money. Is time. Now, if you're if you don't have anything you can do, then I'm not interested in trading time with you. But you know, if you've got some some skill that I want, or you can help me, maybe two hours of your time is worth two hours of my time. 
No, but sometimes five minutes of some guy's time is you're willing five. Yeah, somebody's right. got a real valuable skill. Maybe worth three hours of my time. But we're talking about time, not dollars. But that's what money is. Well, forget about the piece of paper. Okay, numbers in a bank account. The, the numbers in the bank account, though, would be redeemable in my time. But you go to a job, and you work, and you do something for somebody. Yeah. No, I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah you're, yeah, you're right. It's just that it cuts out all the bullshit and says what it really is. Because <laughs> now it's related to the price of oil and the price of gold. Well, only, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not... I'm frustrated because what you're talking about sounds to me like money, and that's what I don't like. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I don't... You know what I mean? I'm just saying, if, in a reasonable world, in a world that doesn't have a capitalist underpinning, uh, if, you know, if, if we have some reason to do something, <laughs> if there's something you do that I would like to have you do for me, and then the question is, what can I do for you? I mean, maybe you'll just do it for free. That's fine. If you want to just do it for free, fine. But maybe you've got a lot of things to do. Maybe your time is limited. And I want you to do something for me. And then you're going to say, well, what can you do for me? Well, here's what I see. Um, and, and I know we've talked about this, but if all your survival issues are taken care of, like... And I'm not talking about getting your hair done. I'm talking no, about you got a place you know, to getting you a got simple food, haircut. You got yeah, yeah, you cut your own. The damn basic, hair. the basic comfort. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, that's settled. Yeah, you you were not going to starve to death. You're not going to freeze to death. You got a place to sleep. You got a computer. You got transportation. You got food. You got housing, clothing. Yeah, all all there, done, settled. Yeah. Now what? Uh, right, and now what is like? That's where. We don't need to trade and, and barter. It's just if there's something that you want, care about and want to do and it helps other people, then you can just go do it. Yeah, right. I'm just saying, for instance, it seems to me quite clear that there is you are going to have to work, you know, X amount. I mean, in order to maintain the system until the robots can do it, somebody's going to have to, you know... Work, you know, it's not much. It may only be a year, a month, a year, but there are so many minutes per year. You're gonna owe. Yeah. Okay, so there's got to be some sort of accounting system so you can know whether the system works or not, whether it's efficient. Yeah. So the amount of time we have to spend maintaining the system becomes, like I say, I think one of the possible currents or units of currency hmm. maybe not I don't know it's just an idea yeah well every time I think about this it's overwhelming well, it is, of course and these are the questions that need to be asked and how do you organize a reasonable world well, that's why we need the system so we can all start talking to each other that's about it we can change the conversation yeah. Find those people you've got, who are interested in talking about it and start talking about it. Right. Because you've got your ideas of 
of um, yeah, things, but then somebody else might have great ideas, yeah, and if you talk to him, then that he might, you know, influence you yeah, and absolutely. Yeah. meet somewhere in the middle. And, right. Yeah. Or he might convince me that I'm a complete idiot, and he's absolutely right. Well, whatever it is, whatever. the point yeah. is, you, yeah. you know, you, if you two have a common interest, you need to be able to connect. Yeah, right. And you shouldn't have to pull up to each other at a coffee shop. Well, anyways, that doesn't that work, period. It happen that way, yeah. <laughs> it's only going to Yeah. Happen. Well, I think we should call it EarthNet. That's, maybe that's what I... Maybe the the coffee shop example would be a good thing to put in the letter because that really might make it obvious. The thing is, I didn't go into too much detail well, that's about. That's the issue. Is that's one of the issues? Is how much detail can you go into in this first thing? And it might be better to write out the whole thing right. as three separate parts and only send them one part at a time. And then if they get past that, then they say, "Well, that's interesting." How would you, and then you can send them, well, here's part two that goes into a lot more detail. Mmm, all right. The first one may just be a come on, just to get their attention and see if they're worthy of part two. <laughs> yeah. Would you, what, do you, what do you think about mentioning that in part one, that there is a part two? Well, if there is a part two, you'd probably have to mention it in part one, otherwise there wouldn't be much point in having it. Oh, so you wouldn't just surprise them and be like... Oh, no, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> well, what did you have in mind? Or maybe you didn't. Yeah. I, well, I, I, I've been thinking about... Well, that, that sounds... I mean, I mean, I was just thinking, oh, that sounds enticing for me. You know, I read the first part, and I'm sort of like, hmm. There's a lot but of then, ways to structure this. That's why, yeah. again, I was uh, thinking maybe it should be a web page, not a letter, not an email, but it just the email should just contain a link to a web page. And one of the first things I'd say on the web page is do not read this page unless you've got at least 15 minutes uh, where you're able to, you know, calmly sit and reflect on things and read this. If you've got a million things to do right now, come back later and read this. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good. Good. Good idea. Yeah. I'm just writing these ideas yeah, down, yeah. so because I, I mean I can always reference this, but that's a real good idea. Um, yeah, the hmm. thing is, there's no rules here. You know, it's about structuring it however yeah. you think it's going to work. And it may be different. Yeah, for that's different the people, that's too, awesome. You know? Yeah. You know, I mean, Bill Gates you may get one form. Someone else may get it in a slightly different form. There may be 18 different web pages. And, you know, it, it, that are, they're structured differently for different kinds of people. All the same data, but presented in a different order, maybe. Or, you know, I mean, there's, there's all sorts of ways to conceive of this. Whew. Well... I'm lazy, so this is going to be a challenge for me. But I do really. I guess, I guess, no matter how lazy you are, if it's something you're passionate about, laziness is a non-issue. Well, lazy, yeah, laziness is a non-issue. The issue is what your values really are. Yeah, <laughs> because that's what what you lazy do, is just you, a. Well, lazy is when I don't when I'm not inspired to do something. I work my right. ass off when when it's actually important. 
Right, yeah. Uh, That's all lazy means. Really, yeah. yeah, lazy just means you don't really want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. Like I remember when I was a kid, you put me out on the soccer field. I wasn't lazy, you know. Yeah, no, or tired. I'm too tired. Yeah. Because yeah. I, you know, I loved playing the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah you could have not slept for three days, and it wouldn't make one bit of difference. Right. Yeah, it's the same thing. You see these kids playing these video games, and they're just absolutely soaked in it. Yeah. And I mean, they are committing lots of brain mem- uh, power and. I mean, yeah, they're committing a lot of their resources to playing that game, and it's anything but lazy, but then when it comes to their schoolwork, they just don't... Yeah, who gives a shit about that? (laughs) Right, and you can't blame them. I mean, that's their values, and the thing is, somebody's values are somebody's values. You don't... You can't convince somebody to change them like, with with words. I mean, well, sometimes you can. You know, I mean, it depends. Well, well I, okay. I should, yeah, I shouldn't make, say. Yeah, you can't I shouldn't make any say big rules culture. here. You know, but but I'm just saying, if a kid wants, if a kid is passionate about playing video games and he's not passionate about school, well, then that's just it. He's passionate about the video yeah. games. And well, the question about, is, is why is he not passionate about school? And probably because his teachers right. are assholes and the school. Yeah. Is a no, that's the that's a separate issue. Yeah. Yeah. But it would be helpful if he understood the reason he doesn't like school isn't because education isn't fun, but because his teachers are jerks. <laughs> and the school system yeah. is a waste of time, and he's right. But, but he shouldn't get turned off to education just because all of his teachers are assholes and the school system is a waste of time. He has yeah. to learn to educate himself, hmm. which is what he does with video games. He reads up everything, studies everything. Because that's what's important to him. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting how that works. You know, they do, yeah. <sighs> yeah, school sucks. I mean, it... Well, not all of them, but most of them do, yeah. And most teachers are idiots and shouldn't be teaching. And Yeah. But that's fine. That's all coming to an end with this economic crisis. I mean, school systems are under huge pressure everywhere now. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I I can't imagine. I mean, I heard now that uh, I was talking to this one kid that, and he's in in middle school, and he said that they this year is the first year that there's no textbooks. Everything is. Um, I can't remember if he said they've got a laptop or a a pad or they've got some electronic oh, device. Cool. This and is, they don't must have to be a relatively upscale school. I guess. Yeah, this is a private school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that makes but a lot still, of sense. I mean, Why the, the hell? We, well, books may be. I mean, there may be some place for books, but well, much. I mean, do you remember lugging around a backpack with you know twenty pounds of books back and forth to school every day? Yeah, yeah. No, you know that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I used to do it. I mean, I no, yeah, but uh, well, I hated it. Actually, I think at some point I realized, fuck it, you know, you know, I'm just going to leave this thing at school, and if I have to read something out of it, I'll stay at school a little later. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, it, yeah, laptops are awesome. Every well, again, every child by the age of three ought to have their own laptop. Yeah. Yeah, right, sir. I mean that that ought to be that that'll be presented on their third birthday, maybe or whatever. And 
and uh, <laughs> you know, and that's theirs. And then they they can upgrade it as they grow, you know, and develop their uh, their system. Hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah, you got it. That's pretty much. Uh... God, I would have enjoyed having one. Hmm. Well, you know, I got one now, so I I can look forward to having it in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I couldn't be happier with mine, man. I'm just every every day. I mean, really, you know, there there are few things in life. Actually, the only there are two things. I, I have this ring that that I still love. I've had it for like thirty years or something or more, maybe. I don't know. And every time I look at it, I, I just have all these warm, fuzzy feelings. You know, it's, just, it's real simple. It's no big deal. And I feel exactly that same way about my whole computer system. You know, it's just it's just such an awesome tool. You know, it's just so amazing. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I got my first laptop, and um, the day I got it, and I started using it, I realized, you know, God, what took me so long? Yeah. I mean, that's like what, what went through my head. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I only got my first laptop just a couple of years ago. I mean, I, I never had a laptop until, I don't know, maybe, yeah, my MacBook Pro. That's, that could, can't be more than like three years ago. I mean, I, mm. had, I had my little handheld, my Clie, and that was absolutely crucial. I had that for about four years. And I mm-hmm. use that a lot, you know. And I and I didn't really feel the need for a real computer. That thing did just about everything I wanted. I did most of my writing on it for a couple of years. You still use that thing? Nah. I mean, I once in a while I use it. I'm I'm going to get an iPod Touch. I'm pretty. I'm waiting for the new ones to come out and see what they look like. I do. What's, I do need what to about, have. Huh? Yeah. Well, I was just saying, is it that that thing that tells you to take your medicine or? Yeah, that's yeah, that's. I mean, I still use it. It's here, and, and okay. it's still got that all that stuff on it, you know. And and yeah. Okay, so it still has a role in your life. Oh yeah, but I don't carry it around with me as much anymore. Okay, you know, okay. It's here, it's got a you know because it's easy to set up multiple alarms and stuff and have text, you know, have it speak out things you want it to do. But actually, that's linked to my uh, to my desktop calendar and so it, it really just duplicates that so when i'm home i i don't even need it really hmm. but like i say if i go out somewhere and, I, and i'm going like into a movie or something i'm not going to bring my laptop in there but i bring my handheld you know in case you know i get some brilliant idea in the middle of something i want to be able to record it you know? <laughs> yeah yeah that's good that's that happens, and you know. But the key, I think, the issue is not having the device. It's, I mean, for me, the struggle is actually being conscious in those moments and having the willpower to stop what I'm doing and write it down. Well, yeah, but you got to have something to write it down on. Right, but I'm, but I'm, but I'm saying I don't think that's my issue. Well, as long as you got something to write on, then then the, then the issue is something else. Yeah, but the first thing right. is you got to have the ability to do it, and that's why I need the handheld because I don't always have my. I mean, I almost always have my laptop with me, but but sometimes yeah. I don't, and for those occasions, I need a handheld. 
Yeah. Network. I guess I was getting so, into another issue, but uh, well, no, you know the other, yeah, the other issue is another issue, but I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, right, you're right, yeah, you got to have the you gotta, device. You got to at least make yourself, you know, go right, to the at least give yourself thing. the chance. Yeah, you know? yeah, and if you do get an idea and you do choose to write it down, at least you have the opportunity to do it. Right. Yeah, that's traumatic when you really want to write something down and there's nowhere to write it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the good thing, too, is that, like I say, when you do, and, and if you do go to the trouble to carry the thing around, it becomes a sort of nagging reminder. <laughs> you know, I'm carrying this thing around. Why haven't I written anything in it for six months? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know what happened. I, when I first got my BlackBerry, um, I was writing stuff because that's one of the main reasons I got it, so I could take notes, and I was writing notes all the time. And now I still do, but I don't. Well, maybe this conversation is a good reminder that I need to start writing more down <sighs> because there are all all there's so many occasions where I didn't write something down, and then I down? go backwards and yeah, go ahead. Do you have? Have you ever written down, like, your goals, what it actually is you're trying to accomplish? Kind of, but not, not you know, it's always yeah, yeah. sort Until of... Until you've written that down, I would say if you haven't written down your goals, if you haven't spent, like, a whole day alone in front with your computer covering every aspect of your life, social financial, spiritual, cultural, uh, physical, mental, you know, every act, and write down in great detail what you really want to, to accomplish in those areas, then you can't possibly make any other kind of choices. You don't really know what you want. And then you should read those, and then you should edit those down, and then you should read them every day. And then if you find out that actually that's bullshit, you don't really want to do that thing because you haven't done damn thing towards it, then you can rewrite them anytime you want to. You know, but then if you do that and then read them every day, uh, then you have some basis for making decisions throughout the day as to whether what you're doing right this minute is actually furthering any of these goals or if you're just killing time because you don't know what the hell else to do. <laughs> so, so would you say that everything you do in a day is toward your goal? Fuck no. Okay. But at least I'm not fooling myself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, I just feel like jacking off, yeah, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, yeah, there are times to just fucking waste time, you know, and I do plenty of that. <laughs> but I don't fool myself into thinking I'm not doing that. Yeah, it's good. To, it's good to be conscious of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going to be unconscious, well, then at least be conscious of the fact that you're being unconscious. <laughs> wow, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> well, not really. It's yeah, relatively simple, actually. Yeah, I mean, it, really I mean, it makes sense. It gets down to having written down goals. I mean, it's really quite simple. If you don't have written goals, you don't have any goals. <laughs> And that's okay, too. For years, I didn't have any goals. I just drifted. I'd get up in the morning, and whatever the hell presented itself, well, I'd be off in that direction. And that, and that served me well for a long time until I began to get sort of more focused and having these desires to actually get something done, you know, do something. 
But at that point, then it became very clear that I needed to get clear about what the hell I wanted to actually do. What do you have any? Do you remember what age that was? Uh, it was probably in my thirties. Hmm. Yeah, I drifted for a long time. That wasn't bad. Like I say, I was learning a lot. I mean, but again, the world was different then. That was the sixties. <laughs> it was pretty easy to drift through the sixties. Yeah. You know. There were no Skype casts. <laughs> no, man, it was just all sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It was great. <laughs> you know? But yeah. uh, eventually, uh, that began to wear a little thin, and I started thinking, you know, well, you know, what the hell am I going to do? What is it that's going to make me feel like I've led a satisfying life? Well, i got to say... I it almost feels like I've hardly ever lived in a world without cell phones and well, laptops. You yeah, you've lived in a you're, you're in a, a completely different kind of entity than I am. Yeah, and 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 I think sometimes about a whole a world where you know the television was the greatest you know thing, and part of that's sort of I like that. I mean, I, I, it sort of bugs me how committed people are to their internet and their cell phones and all that shit and and it sort of allows them to defer from actually having um, interaction with other humans on a well, you know, most sort human, how many humans are worth having interactions with yeah <laughs> well then that's that's why I probably don't want to go there but <laughs> Well, you know, people, yeah, I, don't know. I, I mean, you were around, so you me, know. You know, uh, but the fact is, I know more people and, and like more people now than I've ever known in my life, and it's all because of the internet. There are people like you that I talk to that I never would have met any, any, you know, under any other circumstances because I pretty much had become a hermit. You know, yeah. because I got fed up with most people. I thought they were pretty much a waste of time. <laughs> I mean, the girls were cute, you know, and all that, but, you know, uh, well, it just struck me that most humans were just not all that fucking interesting, you know? And it, it wasn't until the Internet that I started meeting people that I thought were actually kind of interesting and fun to talk to and people that I actually liked. And uh, And now I know a whole bunch of people from all over the planet that I talk to quite often, and some of whom I don't even know what they look like, <laughs> you know. But they're closer to me than any of the people that I see at work, or mm -hmm. in my neighborhood, or my next-door neighbor, or the people that live in the front of the house here. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting how that works. <laughs> so what's more real? What's more valuable? Yeah. I know, yeah. I, I mean, I talk to... I spend more time talking to people that on the internet than I do talking to my own family. Yeah. And, you know. And people say that's, you know, some somehow inhuman. It's such or bullshit. Out of yeah. And it's not. You, you know, you're, you're in communication with people that you actually are having fun communicating with. Yeah. It's such, you know, I got to say, I mean, I was at a, we had a funeral and I saw a bunch of family members there that I hadn't seen in a while, and people are just, I mean, they're just so fucking, 
I mean, I don't know. This I'm I'm whining at this point, but yeah. it's like they come up to me and they're like, "So, Jason, so how are you doing? Gosh, I haven't talked to you in so long." And I'm just like, "You got my email address. You got my phone number. If you want to talk, just call me." You know. Yeah. But they're obviously not interested in that. They're just bullshitting in the moment, you yeah. know. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just like, you know, it's just like, well, this funeral is is no yeah. reason yeah. for Here us. Here we are. Now we're all shoved together. So let's be polite. Pretend like we actually give a shit. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is, and it's just, yeah. But I'm pretty. I'm pretty much an. I mean, I'm not an asshole, but I'm no, pretty. No, it doesn't do any good. You just say, "Gee, it's good to see you. Thanks." Blah blah blah. Here's my email address. Yeah. <laughs> you know, have another glass of wine and forget <laughs> it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't give people, uh, you know, much attention. I mean, limited. It's, you know, I'm happy to to talk to somebody on my terms, but. You know, if I'm sitting there, you know, we're all gathered around and... Well, it depends on the circumstances. I mean, there, like I say, there are times when you have to play that game, you know? Well, you don't have to, yeah. but I mean, if you're going to be in the situation, it's just easier to just pretend like you're another one of the humans, you know? Yeah. I just don't like it how people take the opportunity that they're in my physical presence to all of a sudden it's like an opportunity for them to just talk to me and ask me whatever they want. Like they're my friend all of a sudden yeah. when they have my email address, they know my number, they know how to get a hold of me, but they haven't done that for two years. And then all of a sudden we're forced into a situation where we're next to each other. And then all of a sudden it's like, so why don't you so, say that to them? <laughs> well, uh, you know, figure out a way to say it without getting punched in the nose. You know, figure out a way to say it so that they might actually get it and call you. Yeah, yeah, I should. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be fantastic. I, I would. Yeah, you can say, you know, I really appreciate your saying that. You know, but. Um, you could have done this uh, six months ago or a week ago. If you really were interested in me, why the hell haven't you called me? You know? Of course, the question is, are you actually interested in them, and do you want them calling you? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. I mean, what it boils down to is I've got, you know, some people, some of them like you who I've never met, some of them i met, but, I mean, I've got people... And that's what I love about the Internet is there's just, you know, a, a handful of people. And I'm in communication and I talk to them. And I love meeting new people. That's my favorite. But it doesn't matter where I am in the world or whatever. I, we are, if if we have something to talk about, then we just talk. Yeah. And that's it. And if I see them in physical life, well, that's... You know, that's nice, and I enjoy that. Actually, but it, I don't even enjoy yeah. that. Any, I mean, I do sometimes, but I mean, <laughs> I actually prefer it this way. I, I actually prefer talking to you on the internet <laughs> like than sitting in, in, in uh, Starbucks with you. <laughs> well, you're just a weirdo. Yeah, that's okay. But, I can <laughs> No, I got you. I know what you mean, and I... Yeah, yeah but, but anyway, yeah. And it's more honest. <laughs> Yeah, actually, it happened. You know, I, uh, I I have a friend, and and we used to talk a lot in college. And I ran into her 
uh, on the street. I mean, that hardly ever happens, but it happened. And um, we started talking, and she started saying interests me. And right off the bat, actually, I just did what you're talking about. I said, you know, I'm I'm really happy to see you and all that, but I'm just sort of, you know, I can't avoid the elephant in the room that, you know, there's really no excuse as to why we haven't talked over the last year or two and i just wanted to get that out there and then so things are great you know now we talk uh and it doesn't matter we talk on the on the phone or skype not the phone but for them it might be the phone for me it's always skype (laughs) i hardly talk to i gotta say i hardly talk to anybody on a telephone anymore i mean yeah i put like 50 minutes a month on my phone yeah yeah, almost. N- I mean, never. Like you well, know, they might. Be you know, I mean, <laughs> when you're out outside somebody's house and they have to come open the gate or something, you know. I mean, the phone is a very useful thing to have. It's not a very good thing for having an actual conversation, though. Yeah, no, no. It's 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 annoying. Yeah, I don't. And sometimes, like, uh, if I do use a like, sometimes at my mom's house, I. I've got the phone there, but I always put it on speakerphone. I never actually hold it up to my ear. Yeah. So, yes, you've really you've got me absolutely convinced that I can't deal with that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you get used to it, uh, the phone is just you know, and again, especially just getting you know only half your brain involved in the conversation is just well, it's a half brainer. <laughs> yeah. The, the the irony is, even though I never use the phone anymore, I actually spend more time talking to people than I ever have. Yeah, me too. And and <laughs> so it's, it's sort of like I flipped the coin, I guess. I don't know yeah. what the hell. But listen, yeah. I gotta go. I gotta get up and go to work tomorrow. So, okay. Uh, that's something you wouldn't know anything about anymore, man of leisure. So. Um, I'm going to hang up. I'll talk to you uh, in a couple of days. Okay. Yeah, right. take your time. Okay. okay.
को खा दो ए मोदोर का खो खो आदो おせばおえどがよしかくなるはやさのやまねこやまずにしんだらおいしゃがびんぼでおてらがはんじょだあやさのくらさい Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.